good afternoon, good night, whatever time y'all listen. This is BK Gemini. What's up, y'all? <laughs> um, my week, let's just go right into it. My week was I, you know, I think I'm going to try to switch up the answers for y'all because y'all probably like, this world's life is boring. <laughs> the fact of the matter that it's just always I or nothing really is happening. Like, stuff happens, but it's not that... I'll put it. It's not that major for me. It's not, it's not like an oh my God moment where I gotta be like, y'all, y'all, y'all gotta know this. It's just been, mm-hmm. <laughs> but how have y'all weeks been? How have y'all days have been? Mental health check-in, mental health check-in. How is your mental health state? I hope everybody is putting themselves forward. I hope everybody is evaluating themselves and going over their lives and I don't want to get y'all be anxious or nothing. I'm not saying to plan your whole 50 years ahead of your lives when I say go over your lives. I just mean at that moment, think about you then and now. Like, how is your headspace? How are you feeling emotionally? How are you feeling physically? Tune in with your body sometimes. You got to just lay down. You ever lay down on your back on the floor? A clean floor, of course. Lay down on your back, you know, stretched out and just looking up at the ceiling. And just letting your body just stretch itself in your body and just getting in tune with it and letting it breathe and just lay there. Sometimes you got to do that because your body be trying to tell you stuff and you got to listen. So does your emotions and your thoughts. Maybe some things really be circulating. You really don't know. But I hope everybody's doing well. I am doing okay. I need to start writing more because there's been some thoughts that's been humming in my head. I'm not going to lie to y'all. I have been having my negative moments, you know, times when negative thoughts will come into me. But I am going to try to start writing more because I feel like that would help a lot. Last podcast, I gave a brief synopsis of my high school, my high school little drama thing, a little background before I had supposed to get into my college one. Now, this is a little break. Now, I know, I know, I know. I'm supposed to do the college first year right now. However, this is a little break from that. I had wanted to speak about just in general what's going on in the world. I feel like we have to have one of these where it's just a generalized talk. I do try to stay on target of my planning and going forth with what I want to speak about and what I tell you I'm going to speak about, but... A lot of things just happened the other night. You know what? So I'm going I'm to change my answer from the beginning of when I said my week was I. Right. My week was actually very eventful for one day. There was a whole big fight by my crib in front of it, too. Terrible. Um, That happened. That scared the crap out of me. I was coming home, and I had to stay in my friend's car because it was just very terrifying. Um, It looked like it was... A bloody fight. It was scary. I didn't know what was going on. I couldn't tell if it was bloody, if it was just, you know, it, I didn't know who, you know, I couldn't recognize what was going on. It was late at night. And as a young black female or any female, actually, rather, you know, that's just outside, you know, at a late time, it's dangerous. So me being outside and seeing that and I'm like, <laughs> Let me just keep driving forward so that we don't, you know, run into any, you know, problems or nothing. Like, God forbid you see us and they get mad at us, too, or they crazy. You know, we never know what be going on. And listen, during 2020 and 2021, with all of these things in a pandemic, you really do not know 
what the heck could happen and anything could go left or right to be honest um the year could really just turn left and go good and then just go bad so yeah but it's interesting you know to see that because it was just like I'll ask, I wanted to ask, you know, what is what is your moral standpoint when it comes to stuff like that? Now, in the hood, there's a thing when you're not supposed to snitch. Like, if I were to see that deadly fight, it's not, it wasn't deadly. I'm just saying, you know, hypothetically speaking, let's say it was a deadly fight. Let's say it was an actual deadly fight. Um, and let's say it was still late at night and I happened to see that, right? And let's say the outcome was even bad. Or it could be bad, you know, you never know, but it looks like, you know, it's not going for the best, right? Now, a lot of people will first be like, no, no, of course, the first thing you're supposed to do is tell, you know, the cops and call them and you're supposed to get help and all of that. You know, they may say, you're supposed to just go straight by the way, guys, I'm outside, so if I hear a little wind here and there, a little car pass, you know, Brooklyn vibes, but... Flappers to be exact. This Brooklyn in general is just a loud place. It never sleeps in New York. I even broke with New York. It never sleeps. It really doesn't sleep. When they say the city never sleeps, it does not sleep. But anyways, my question. So, yeah, some people will say you're supposed to go right back to it. You're supposed to, you know, go tell somebody, get help, da da da, so forth. However, now I'm not I can't speak for everybody, but I do know some situations where I have heard a couple of you know, responses where, you know, a few would be like a snitching, you know, snitches get stitches. Now it may sound corny, right? You know, high school, middle school, snitches get stitches, whatever. But that's a real thing. And sometimes when you say something, especially in certain I don't like to use the phrase hood. And that's just because of the knowledge. And I'll definitely have a session of just speaking about African culture and history, African-American culture and history, and how, you know, society kind of shaped its own narrative and how it kind of manipulated a whole group of people. But we'll get back to that. That's a deep situation that I got to I gotta really sit and thoroughly plan. But the really the really what I'm trying to get at is, yeah, you know, they have that and they have the moments where it's just like you don't know. You know, people... I wouldn't say are crazy, but people are crazy out here, yo. Like, something, you know, as simple as you thinking that you're helping somebody and going to reach for them and they shoot you too or they cut you too because they know you're a witness. You know what I'm saying? Like, you really don't know. And that's the crazy thing. And despite that big fight that happened, and it was, it was, I heard, you know, I heard, you know, whenever when I drove up, I drove up a block. So I was on the next block when I heard, like, shouting and, you know, yelling from both sides, whatever, I did not go back to see, of course, I stayed on the block, so I don't know what really happened, I do know the cops never came, which means they were never called, which means they either didn't want the cops involved, or it wasn't that serious for the cops to be involved, but either way, I hope that both parties are okay, despite the situation, I never want to have someone's life, you know, taken, or, you know, like, impacted in such a way that, it terrifies them and it, it kind of bothers them so much and it causes a kind of fear for them. So I hope everybody is okay. But the question really is, where is that line? Like, where do you, 
yes, there's obvious situations. I'm not talking about the obvious situations of you seeing a kid, you know, getting hurt or something like that. I'm not talking about those situations where morally the right thing to do may seem very obvious, right? But there are some situations that that moral standpoint has got to blur. And when you come to certain areas of certain neighborhoods, that moral is definitely blurred for a a a some a good group of people. Um, that whole situation, like I said, is true. So for some, if you see somebody do something to somebody and they find out that you were the one who had in their mouth, they'll be some people to come after you. That's a thing. That's real. So you got people who are scared to even speak up and try to get justice or try to get something happening because they fear for their lives. They might not even be involved in a situation. It could be a petty situation that was just fighting over and then it turned into you being a part of it just because you wanted, you thought you were trying to help. And now it flipped on you. You also got situations where the cops is not reliable. And let's keep it 100 here. For the black community, especially, the cops has not always been the go-to people for situations because you really do not know the outcome. And a lot of people have anxiety or fear calling the cops for things because, A, they take either too long to come in that certain area, or, B, it's like a, it's you, it's, it could be a life at stake and you wasn't even the one doing it. You know, you was you was just trying to say, hey, this is going on, and now they're looking at you as a criminal. And within the black community, that happens often. There's innocent lives that are being taken and shot and killed, and that is very triggering for me, and that bothers me. And I could say, for me at least, that when it comes to calling the cops, I'm hesitant a little bit. But I don't know what's going to happen. You know, I really don't know. You really don't know who you're messing with and what's and what's going to happen, especially in my neighborhood, is considered the ghetto, it's considered a place where it's a lot of projects, well, it's not even considered, it is projects over here, it's considered projects, that's what's over here, the people over here is considered ghetto, you know, it's, it's, and some of these people are not, you know, they're, they're smart, but that's just how we're looked at because we're in this area, so I just want to know how y'all feel about that, like, I, I know I was going to talk about my graduation, but that kind of really triggered me. Like I said, it's a triggering thing to see something happen in front of you. And it's one thing to hear about it and even see a video of it, you know, because some people, uh, sometimes it may, you may feel like you don't feel nothing anymore. You kind of got used to it. And it's sad to kind of grow used to seeing violent videos or violent shootings of your people but it really does sometimes happen because it's all that happens you become desensitized to these things and it's just a crazy kind of thing to go through so when you see these things happen right in front of your face though in real life what do you do if the fight is going on if both parties pull out a gun do you run to the cops and like two people got a gun do you call the cops and say, because when you call the cops, now listen, people say call the cops, call the cops. It's not that simple, right? When you call the cops, nine times out of ten, you're going to have to stay as a witness because you're the one calling in and no one else knew what just happened. So because you're the one calling, if they're traveling, they're going to say, can you stay until we get there? If it's unsafe, they're going to keep your number to call you back. They're going to want you to call them back for more details. They're going to want to reach out to you. You're attaching yourself to the situation or the case. Whatever case that could have been a case, you're attaching yourself to that. Because you now stand as a witness. 
there's some instances where something may happen and you report it to a cop and it's right, you know, they're already there. Let's say you come around the corner and a cop car was parked up and you saw a guy with a gun or something like that. And you run and tell the cops, like, boom, I saw a guy, like, pointing a gun around the corner. They may talk to you in broad daylight and question you and be like, so what tall, tall was he? Does he look this? And it's all with the details. Now, some people may think, you know, they could feel comfortable with that. I'm not comfortable being questioned like that in broad daylight in the hood no one is to be like (laughs) you know do you know this person do you in this kind of you know that's kind of what ends up happening and that's kind of why a lot of people said I'm staying away because it's just like like I said you don't know the outcome and then you kind of stay as a witness if you do call do you want to stay as a witness do you know are you able you feel comfortable being that person that they need to question and ask questions and everybody's looking at you like, is that okay? Like, if you made the call, are you comfortable with them calling me back and reaching out to you constantly to be a part of the case now? Like, if that's what you're okay with, by all means, do so. But I'm just, I'm not saying that that's good or bad. Listen, I'm not saying, sometimes it says you do need to call the cops. What I'm trying to say is, in those instances where it's like a fight or whatnot, what do you do? Let me know what y'all feel, how y'all feel when it comes to NYPD or any type of cops, how it feels, you know, how y'all feel when it comes to walking the street late at night, you know, anything that I said, anything that I covered, um, just let me know what y'all think. It was a brief kind of topic, but I did want to cover it because I do do feel like it could really be expanded on. And I feel like this is a topic I definitely will be getting back to and deeper into because this is something that happens every day and all the time around us. And it's easier said than done for a lot of situations that occur on reality. And I just want to know different experiences and different takes on these different issues. Like, it's interesting to me. And this is not just including the Black community. I'm speaking because I'm Black and I've seen certain things in my hood and my neighborhood that I could tell from experience, but it's for other groups of people, other ethnicities, other races. What are y'all experiences? What are y'all going through? There's a lot of Asian hate crimes happening right now. You know, there's a lot of, you know, people that are getting hurt just because they resemble or they are um, of Asian descent, and it's terrible. It's very disgusting to see, and that's happening right now so just how do you feel if you know if you're a part of that if you're part of that group of people being attacked or if you're a different group of people that's being attacked or targeted or anything of that nature like how do you feel what what is y'all take on these experiences or situations that may happen on a daily basis these fights that may occur in front of your eyes like what do you do well let me know Little takeaway, I'm going to definitely get back to y'all about my graduation. I did not forget. I'm more excited, I feel like, than you guys are. <laughs> um, I didn't forget, but I do want to hear y'all responses, and I did want to cover this. And I definitely, definitely will be getting back to this and definitely getting deeper into this. So I'm going to call it a night because I'm speaking at night. You feel me? Outside. Again, you know the vibes, you know the vibes. Um, I'm gonna call it a night for me on my side, but if it's a morning or afternoon, I wish y'all a good morning or rest of a good afternoon. And I'll definitely be tuning in with y'all later and we'll definitely be getting into my graduation. So be safe, y'all. And BK Gemini signing out.